Hello everyone and welcome to Toonami Therapy. Today on April 7th of 2022, I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And we're here once again to be talking about the anime and stuff we've been watching. Some of which is on Toonami, hence the name. Uh, let's see, so we do have some news about that. They have finally said what is going to be replacing Maiden Abyss, and it's Lupin Part 6. Yeah, so um, I'm disappointed because I wanted Yasuhime, but um, at least it's something I like. So um, how many episodes does Maiden Abyss have left? Um, one. we've got, we've got one, but it's an hour long episode. It's, yeah. uh, come to think how of it. Are, sorry. How are they going to work that? Um, actually, that's a good question. I haven't, I, uh, shouldn't check. I, I haven't seen the schedule for this week. I just assumed they would only have one episode of one piece, but maybe they'll have, um, they'll have two of those. Let me just take a quick look on, uh, um, that to see. Yeah, uh, should have checked this over before, but I uh, forgot as I forget many things. Okay, um, let's see. It's well, that's weird. There is an um. When I go to zap to it, it doesn't even list any uh, what the schedule for Toonami this Saturday is. It just says ten thirty to ten thirty p.m. to three a.m. Rick and Morty. Huh. Um. So I guess they just haven't told them uh, yet. It, it it has to have been mentioned um, some place because they announced the schedule for the week after that. Okay, hold on a second. I got a really disturbing uh, lineup for April 10th. It's disturbing because while it does have... Yeah, this thing has to be wrong. So it has Black, Blade Runner Black Lotus, two episodes of Assassinating Classroom, three episodes of Naruto Sipiden, two episodes of Cal... What? I, I don't I, know. I this think is... I I think I heard about this before, and someone said that um that they that was incorrect or something, but I'm not a hundred percent um sure. I. I guess we'll see this weekend what they air, what the schedule is. <laughs> yeah, we'll be going in there for the live vlog, and it'll be like, oh, here's some Blade Runner again. <laughs> okay, but anyway, that's the big news: the fact that we have uh, what's um, that we're going to have another Lupin series. I have no idea whether the new se um, series is good or bad i haven't really been keeping up with it but um well i wouldn't know either because i haven't seen it so <laughs> i haven't seen it either uh yeah. i i i just haven't really been looking into the thing let me well i i guess we'll just we'll find out when it um happens it just uh, i just won't hope it's going to be a decent one uh let, let me just uh, see. uh i i don't like hearing what other people have to say i like to make my own decisions on it okay so. i w okay all right i was just glancing over to see where um it what what its rating was on like my anime list uh okay did you want me to tell you that or no okay 
All right, so that's that. Then we'll move on to our shows. We've got Shenmue Episode 9. Do you want to uh, handle this one? You're usually better at remembering what happened in Shenmue than me. Uh, no, I'm having a hard time remembering myself, actually. Um, I can't because I'm blanking on it also. It's like a curse of this show. It just goes into my mind and then I forget it. I, I... it's annoying. I'm sure if someone were, if something told me what it was, I'd suddenly remember um, it. Um, they were, I mean, he, uh, he got the Woo Days or something, which I've been mispronouncing yeah. as Wood before. Also, last time I mentioned that I wasn't sure if he had gotten ones before, and then I was like, oh, no, wait, he did get ones before that. Yeah, I just forgot. I, my memory is so terrible for this show. I don't understand why. Yeah, uh, this this week's episode took a step back from the last couple of episodes. It wasn't as interesting. Um, it felt like he's just going on these little side quests and stuff, but you told me these weren't side quests. These were the the main things. That's what I, you... I, I, th- I assume they are because he's having to get all like the woo days and then... Um there's this so um so like uh, so i assume this is part of the actual uh thing Mm -hmm. okay okay i think i'm starting to remember he got when he was doing the stuff he ended up getting into an altercation with a gang called the yellow heads or something oh that's right that's right and uh, yellow scarves and then he got hit in the head and knocked out uh, for once. Uh, and yeah, other than that, this episode is just such a weird, um, like, blank for me. And I'm, I'm really sorry for any listeners. <laughs> but it, it, for some reason, the show, I just can never remember what happened in it. I, I feel like I need to, like, rewatch it. Like the like the day of or day before we record, just so I can remember. <sighs> so, um, that was our thing for that. Sorry. Okay. Um, Attack on Titan, episode eighty-three. So we continue with season with what is with part two of the final season, part two of three, because apparently there's going to be another part of this final season. <laughs> I, when I don't. Are, when do, will we know if it's the final part of the final season? Uh, so we're having this, and I think there's just a few episodes left to air in Japan, or uh, maybe they have aired all of them. No, I think they have aired the rest of the season in Japan. There's, uh, and then they said, "Yep, there's going to be another. There's going to be another part of this season coming in 2023." <laughs> So they'll have the final episode of the final part of the final season of Attack on Titan. That's when we'll finally get to the end in the third part of the f- final season. <laughs> it, it, and that would that has to be the actual end of the season. There's not that many much story. There's not enough story left for them to go past to do another part unless the part three is like, well, here's three episodes. See you again next year. 
<laughs> I so so yeah. Unfortunately, we get we get to know that we'll reach the end of this part of the season, and we still won't finish the show. It reminds me of how those uh, movies would always separate the final book movies. They'd always separate the final movie into two slices, and it always ended up that those two movies were always the worst of the series because they need so much more padding to convert them from just one story into two whole stories. Well, that's not, that's not quite true. The last two Harry Potter movies didn't need padding because the book itself had a ton of padding. <laughs> that, that I saw a bunch of people saying, oh, good, they can get rid of all the unnecessary stuff and just condense it into one well-paced movie. Guess not. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we've got... So, right, up to the actual plot, though. This one I can... Uh, remember so as we know connie's plan was to try to get falco who's suffering from amnesia to to take falco and feed him to that titan that was his mother and connie and i and his idea is to try to tell falco we're gonna brush this titan's teeth with the idea that to make it fall into the mouth uh okay um Armin shows up and manages to defuse the situation, thereby making this entire side plot essentially pointless. Mm-hmm. I, I guess they just needed to find something for Connie to do. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that was the uh, uh, big thing I remember from the episode. Did I say this was episode 84? I meant it was episode 83 if I said that. Um, let's see. Meanwhile... Uh, let's see, what's the other, uh, stuff? Yeah, meanwhile, all the other, char- the characters all end up getting, uh, the, um, together and saying, yeah, uh, oh, no, wait, hang So, what's his name, what's her name? Yelena, I think, and the, uh, I don't know, the, I'm sorry to call him this, but I can only think, remember him as the black guy. Um, but they're going to be executed, but then they get saved, so I guess the black guy didn't die first. Um, anyway, so every they all and everyone, all the important char- other characters, well except Aaron, of course, end up getting together, and they're like, "Yeah, let's go and try to stop Aaron because you know we're not on bo- board with this whole destroy everyone else in the entire world thing." <laughs> yeah, so they aren't Jaegerists. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like this show probably should have ended after season three and they dragged it out too long. I don't know if I would say it should have ended there because there was like that. That wasn't a bad part to end it on because they did had gotten all like the mystery solved. Well, almost all the mystery solved and stuff, but there are still unresolved things about how they were going to deal with the outside world. The problem is what they did with that hasn't been very good. Yeah. It's just been very lengthy and drawn out and that that's, and just gone into story stuff that wasn't as interesting as the things we 
uh, did before. I mean, I don't know what would have been the right way to do it, but I can say that the way we did get just hasn't been that great. Yeah. That's the thing about that. That one, the second half of season three, that was like Attack on Titan's shining moment. It's the best part of the series. I think it's some of the best anime I've seen, but so much of the rest of the series is just not so good. At uh. least the first, the first season was very compelling even though it had so many plot holes in it it was very compelling so it was one of those things that you you couldn't not watch but then once season two came around it became you know kind of like well we're gonna have some side stories and stuff and then then third season they got into all the political crap and at that point, it lost a lot of its luster, and now it's just—it's—it's just, it's, it's just uh, trying to get to the finish line without embarrassing itself. You know. Well, I liked season two more than uh, season one. I we had some good reveals, and I don't know, just a super low key way that Rainer just reveals, "Hey, I'm like the armor titan." I just love the way he just says, "Um, it it it." it the anime can't play it as well as the manga, but literally he gives that reveal, which is one of like the biggest like twists in the series, and it's like in the background of the panel it happens in. Mm. It's such, I love the way they did that, and there was some good action, uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, I do think the second season wasn't quite as good towards the end, but I did like it uh, um, on the whole quite a bit. Honestly, the most annoying thing about uh, season two towards the end is when, is when maybe you don't even remember it because it's so long ago, but remember when everyone's being attacked by the Titans, and then Aaron, like, it happens to encounter, you know, the, the smiling titan or the troll face titan as i think i nicknamed it and when he like punches it it suddenly makes all the the titans stop attacking and and uh, and stuff and you're like well okay what was on with that and then you find out the whole thing about oh that titan was like his father's former wife and she had royal blooding her so Aaron coming in contact gave him the power to control the titans and blah blah all this um uh stuff and you just look and think literally if that had been any other titan in the entire world that ha happened with uh that wouldn't have happened and all the main and all the characters would have died so it's just like okay that was convenient in retrospect uh -huh. okay but oh man that's going back um so yeah, there's Attack on Titan. Um, Alright, Assassination Classroom, episode 37. So, um, so they managed to uh, stop Kaede from basically killing herself trying to kill Koro-sensei by Nagisa just kissing her and that, you know, distracts her long enough for uh, Koro-sensei to take the tentacles out of her. And then it's... T um, and then it's time, uh, and then Koro-sensei says, well, it's time for me to actually tell my backstory and stuff. I mean, the series is about killing me anyway, so wh <laughs> what's what's the harm of me giving my big flash uh, back? <laughs> um, 
because he mentions that oh uh, that whether they uh, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he says something like, "Well, if I don't, um, well, I'll die one way or the other. Because uh, if you don't assassinate me, I'll just die, and the Earth will be destroyed. So, yeah, might as well just give his backstory. If uh, based on that, he doesn't have to worry about death by flashback. Anyway, he starts talking about it. We find out that he was the um." Remember that guy earlier who was like called the Reaper? Well, because yep. he said, and he said that he wasn't the original. He was this like somewhat of a student of the original. Well, it turns out Koro Sensei was that original Reaper. Uh, oh. Yeah, and uh, but then he got captured and uh, was being doing all this like experimentation uh, stuff on him with the whole tentacle stuff, um, and. Uh, Honestly, yeah, we get that. We find out about how the the um, that uh, person who was Kaede's sister and was originally going to be the teacher for class uh, 3E was apparently working there and was trying to be kind of nice to him despite the fact, you know, they were uh, basically imprisoning him for experimentation. And, uh, yeah, we don't get the full flashback because it just ends with him like with him uh, mentioning about how you know that whole thing was what caused the moon to be destroyed mm. so I thought this was pretty good I did too and um, I don't mind if I get any of my predictions wrong as long as the soap uh, has a satisfying ending to it so um yeah, this, this was very entertaining, this episode. I I, I liked hearing it, but um, I, I am a little confused as to why he's just coming out and telling it. Well, uh, he said that, uh, I think he said last episode that he would, as a result of this stuff that was going on, tell them once they finished with this um uh stuff that was happening so although he might give a more detailed one when he's uh explanation when he's finished mm-hmm. okay so yeah assassination classroom we're finally getting the backstory stuff that explains uh the the backstory the backstory that <laughs> the way you just said that was great. Oh, it says the backstory that explains the backstory. I'm like, oh. yeah, that that is that is a pretty good way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not my best phrase, but all right. So then we've got Made in Abyss, episode twelve, second to last episode. Although the next episode is an hour long, so it ends up basically being you know, uh, about two episodes, essentially. So, let's see what we get um, here. Okay, so we have, um, let's see, right. We uh, open up with this opening thing where, uh, where, that where I'm not sure if it was a flashback or something that was like happening. Meanwhile, on the surface, I, I think it was something that was happening at the time, but I could be wrong. Anyway, in terms of uh, 
the import the stuff that's actually happening in the abyss itself. They uh, um and uh, let's see, Nanashi yeah Nanashi, uh use basically goes on a very lengthy exposition about how the curse of the abyss works, which doesn't when you get down to it tell us like there's more detail but really it just boils down to hey if you go back up you're going to get um, really injured and bad stuff will happen to you you know as was established mm-hmm. um anyway so yeah there's uh that they end up uh kind of uh doing some training stuff and they come across a uh one of like the black whistles you know like the the people who kind of go into the abyss and are like the super really great ones and that and they manage to and they just they, they save uh reg saves him and then um and then uh the the sorry and uh then gets him to go away and then ultimately Nanachi just kind of says, Hey, why don't um uh ask him to kill that sort of not really pet thing she has, but the one that was a person but got transformed into the weird monster thing that's kind that's kind of been hanging around? Yeah, so that was my uh convoluted explanation. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was it was okay. I could have done without, like the cut back to the surface just left me kind of confused as to what the point was, and also, yeah, that... and also the big explanation for the uh, curse of the abyss, which just left me wondering why are we spending all this time on this? I'm, I mean, I'm going to assume it's probably going to pay off at some point in the future, but again, it's a matter of do we have to spend that much time? On it, but once we got past all of that, the other stuff was more interesting, and uh, yeah, the the preview for the next episode looked potentially interesting as well. So we'll get that. All right, we've gotten that. Finally, we've got One Piece five thirty seven and five thirty eight. Okay, let's see if I can, um, another one I'm in some difficulty remembering exactly, uh, what in these things, just trying to remember, uh, because we've got two episode stuff. Okay, so what we've got going on here is that, um, the, okay, so the Fishman people think that Shirahoshi got ca- uh, got kidnapped by Luffy, so, you know, they turn against him. But then uh, Deccan shows up because he was after Shirahoshi, so Luffy um, uh, fights him and I think beats him, and, so, and then everyone kind of runs off. Uh, meanwhile, um, let's see, Zoro's fighting some of the, uh, like, other fishermen guys and manages to uh, beat one of them, it seems. Except then uh, every they all take steroids. <laughs> They're actually called energy steroids or something like that to go and attack. Basically, um, everyone is like trying to just get out of the situations they're in at this point. Um, and uh, let's see. Yeah, and then they do um 
meet up with uh, Jim Bay, that like sort of fishman guy who they mentioned some about, and uh, he becomes important later on. So there's that. And uh, that was the thing there. Oh, yeah, Jim Bay does mention that he was the one who sent Arlong um, out to the East Blue, which uh, is something which relates to stuff that happened like 500 episodes ago. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was uh, basically, yep, that was our episodes. Again, jumbled, but in my defense, there were two episodes, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, they were okay. Uh, not much to say about them. It was just typical One Piece, you know. Yeah, I I just um, I just wish that I mean getting two episodes is nice in that the stuff is because like so stretched out that that way you're kind of getting the equivalent of one episode, but it just makes it more blurry. Yeah, yeah, it really felt like we only watched one episode mm-hmm. because they they are padding things out so much it doesn't help that it's the last thing we watch so of course that's when i'm at the most tired <laughs> okay all right anything else to say about the tsunami stuff nope all right then we got uh we move on to bo 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 episode 16 so this one, uh, Bobo and Jelly Jiggler continue their fight. Uh, ultimately, Bobo uh, wins because he uh, fuses with Don Patch into um, what was it? Uh, was it like uh, Bobo Patch or something like that? Anyway, to this, um, which allows them to uh, beat him much more easily. There's a weird flashback where uh, I'm where like apparently Boba Bo and Jelly Jiggler knew each other when they were younger. I don't know if this is supposed to be an actual part of his past or if it's just one of those crazy flashbacks that doesn't make sense that the show sometimes do. So yeah, they managed to beat Jelly Jiggler and that finishes with there. Then they decide they need to get a uh, some income, so they decide to go to Hair Hunt Troops tryouts, <laughs> which is actually my favorite joke. Is the part where they're just like, "Oh man, you get weekends off, and you get a, and you get a uh, a special bonus if you beat Boba Bo." Uh, so then they go there. There's uh, they do some stuff in the interview that's kind of funny, uh, but then this other guy kind of tries to take uh. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, and they end up with this weird fight against this weird sort of like bird thing. But ultimately, they end up uh, going into the um, like the head place for that those hair hunt troops, which was apparently Bobo's plan. But then they find someone else has beaten uh, um, them and knows Bobo. Uh, yeah, Captain Battleship. I, I don't know if he says his name, but the narrator does. Yep, that's the episode. My favorite part was whenever, like, they're doing the interview and Bobo's like, I came in second place of this certain contest. And then the guy's like, well, what's so good about that? And then the guy next to him got first place in the contest. And the other guy got third place. And it was like, I only came in, like, 57th or something. (laughs) That, That was really funny. 
that that was that was a great joke. That's what a lot of people I've seen a lot bunch of people like single that out as a like an especially great joke uh in this series early on. Uh yeah. Yeah, so that's Boba Bo. Um All right. So uh I also did like I don't the part where Jelly Jiggler is like saying, Oh, you've broken the bones in my body and you think, haha, now Boba Bo will just ask um, say, if you're made of jelly, how do you have bones? And then I'll fall right into my trap. And then this just random kid asks him that instead. And he's mm. like, no, my plan has been foiled. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was Boba Bo. Um, and then we've got Ascendance of a Bookworm, episode 14, end of the season. <clears throat> so... Mine and her parents go over to talk to the um, priest guys about uh, the whole thing that, you know, joining the church so that she can get the stuff to deal with the devouring. And they're met with, and this is so confusing, they are the high priest and the head priest. Uh, So which one is higher on the totem pole? I assume it's the hot, it's the head priest. The high uh-huh. priest is like the fat is a kind of obnoxious fat one. And the uh-huh. high he- sorry, no, that's the high priest. And the head <laughs> priest is a blue haired guy who keeps showing up in those like uh things um just after the credits and showed up at the start of the series. So I assume he's supposed to be a good guy. But the mm-hmm. other one, the high priest, um like is decides to be a super jerk about everything and even threatens to have her parents killed, which provokes Miney to going um crazy and almost killing the guy with her uh magic. And then the head priest, I have I have to keep pausing to make sure I'm saying the right one, is like, yeah, that guy was a jerk. I probably should have actually done something about that. Sorry. He was just, he was, he was just like sitting there. Like he didn't even like look like, like he was annoyed. He was just like kind of sitting there and I'm thinking, yeah, you, you, maybe you could have done something. <laughs> uh, but apparently all of that meant that they got all their demands, uh, like, you know, about wanting, mind wanting to stay with their family still and all that other stuff, uh, met and then, uh, yeah, that's basically the episode we've got the stuff about the devouring apparently um solved and i guess mine can access the books in the church and stuff and uh yeah yeah so that whole episode of of mine going berserk felt really weird like it didn't really didn't really fit in with the rest of the series. Like, all of a sudden, we, we're, we're like, uh, turning into Darth Vader here. I mean, uh, using the Force, I, I I don't get what what that was all about. That, that just seemed so weird because it, it just felt so out of place with the rest of the show. I got to be honest. I'm not really interested in this show for much longer because, okay, I thought it was going to be about 
something to do with books. And like books have had very, I mean, yeah, we, we hear about books all the time, but the, there's never, you know, any books actually being read or written or anything. It's, it's all this devouring stuff and, and baptism and trying to get him part of the church and making money. And it just, it felt like false advertising to me because the subtitle was, I do anything to become a librarian. And so far, uh, yeah, we aren't even close to that. So, yeah, I, I have to say I was pretty disappointed in this show. I really wanted to like it because I suggested it and it makes me look bad whenever I get one of these wrong. But, uh, yeah, I I just don't really have much interest in it anymore. Well, you should not feel bad because this was a series I was considering suggesting. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. Uh, um, yeah, that's... Um, I mean, I, think, I assume it... Uh, does get I, I know it must be going more into book stuff later because um I'm look if you look at the uh like titles uh so in the light novel titles like the first there it's dividing into like separate parts that each have like a name and the first uh, like the part one which comprises the first three volumes is just the daughter of a soldier and then part two which comprises the next several ones is apprentice shrine maiden i assume that's their translation for apprentice priest a priestess and uh and then there's more and uh do you want me to read them these might be spoilers uh what what Oh, okay, so then the next one is part three adopted daughter of an archduke so i guess she gets adopted by an archduke at some point then you go to get to part four, founder of the Royal Academy so-called library committee. So it looks like that might be definitely okay. getting um, stuff. Uh, then, and uh, yeah, part five, incarnation of a goddess. I'm not sure how exactly she gets that. <laughs> uh, nor am I likely to find out anytime soon because I don't think, uh, because um, those uh, books aren't, the stuff that far in isn't even the light novels aren't even translating to English officially. At least I, I have no idea how far the anime has gone um, through this. I think uh, it looks like this season comprised the first three volumes. So um, if that pattern holds, then uh, well, actually then it looks like maybe it would beginning to the Archduke part. I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, I gotta say though, yeah, I've also kind of been a bit, uh, disappointed by it. I'm not really sure exactly what, uh, yeah, I, I kind of, I have been wondering if given that it does at least set up a status quo, if maybe I want to look at a few more episodes, but, uh, yeah, if you're not in, I, I would, it would be, uh. Uh, well, I guess I'll just ask, what do you want to do? Do you want to just drop it now, or... Yeah, I prefer to drop it now. Okay. All right. Um, okay, so that's that for uh, 
Ascendance of a Bookworm. Maybe it does. Maybe it gets better later on. I but I was curious, so I kind of made a post at like someplace, and I was saying, hey, so I didn't really like the first season that much. Yeah, is the second season likely to you know get me more interested? Because you know sometimes shows do improve as they go on, and uh, yeah. most people were saying, yeah, if you didn't really like the first season, the second season probably isn't gonna um win you over. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to know. And... Uh, anyway, so that was Ascendance of a Book Worm. Uh, a bit of a disappointment, unfortunately. It did have some um, stuff I liked, but yeah, the, the biggest problem is, unfortunately, um, the pacing, which is actually a little... Um, no, no, I was going to say something, but then I realized it was wrong. Uh, yeah, um... I don't know if we'll necessarily be replacing with it with something right away. I guess we can talk about that later. Uh, yeah, we can talk about that after the. Yeah, podcast. but for now, that's Ascendance of a Bookworm. Um, all right, then we'll move on to Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works episodes nineteen and twenty. In uh, these episodes, uh, let's uh, make sure I'm. Uh, let me make sure I'm remembering stuff. Okay, so, uh, after Reen got captured, Shiro and Lancer and Saber go to confront Archer about it. And, uh, so, La so while Shiro goes up against Archer, while Saber decides, uh, well, this isn't my route, so I guess I'll just sit here and watch. <laughs> uh, Lancer does go to try to help out, um, Reen, uh, but for... He does stop Shinji, uh, who appeared to be on the verge of doing some not very nice things to uh, her. And, although, for some reason, he doesn't take the opportunity to, to immediately cut her loose of the ropes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Kirei shows up and reveals that he's Lancer's master. And then we get, like, a bunch of stuff... This. We have all this stuff like happen super quickly. So he said, so we got that reveal. And then, um, and then he mentions, oh yeah, Reen, I totally killed your father. And I was just thinking, wait, was the fa fact that her, uh, which she takes surprisingly in stride, um, but, uh, but it does make me, uh, think, did we even know in this series, not in Fate's Hero, I'm talking about just this series, was it even mentioned that he was killed? Yeah, I don't remember that. I, I'm sure she must, she probably said at some point that he was dead, but I don't think, uh, but there's been so little focus on the fact he died that when Kire says that, if I hadn't watched Fate Zero, I would have thought, wait, were we supposed to know he died? Yeah, yeah, really. So, um, yeah, so chalk up that as a reason why it was good to watch Fate Zero first. Um... Anyway, Lancer um, says that he does. Lancer says, "Well, I don't want to kill her." Uh, I yeah. Lancer's saying, "Well, I don't want to kill her." I mean, I know my voice sounds like Lupin, so you, you <laughs> might think I'm kind of tricksy, but no, no, I'm an honorable guy. Uh, so I'm not gonna do that. So Kirei uh decides to do the responsible, the normal thing by using his uh command seal to order Lancer to kill himself rather than Reen. I'm not sure why he did that when, uh, if the goal was to try to just get Lance, if you're, if Kirei's thinking, well, you know, after this, if Lancer's 
uh, Enser's not going to like me. I might as well get rid of him. Wouldn't it make more sense to use one command seal to make him kill Reen and then the second to kill himself? Yeah. Which makes the second Lancer uh, that uh, just goes out by getting, uh, by having their master order them to kill themselves. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so then um, Kirei's planning to take out Reen's heart, but it turns out Lancer didn't actually die. Uh, so then he kills Kirei, apparently. I, I, maybe he's um, still alive. It would feel pretty weird to uh, for him to, you know, just get off like that. But Yeah, so how did Lancer manage to do that? Uh, I, he just says something like, uh, like, oh, that's not enough to kill me, but like that thing. So, but the order was to kill your, yourself. So shouldn't he have kept stabbing until he finished off? How, how did that, I don't know. Maybe he didn't, maybe he just the stabbing, uh, once sufficed, but even if it didn't kill him, yeah, that, that part seemed a little weak. Um, uh. anyway, so Lancer, um, so Shinji tries to take advantage of Reen again, but Lancer, uh, who's still not dead, just uh, <laughs> beats him. And then Reen, rather than, and this is something that kind of annoys me, because, so we know that if, it, it's my understanding that if Lancer is able to make a new pact with someone, then he, then Lamana could go to him to help him, although, uh, so why doesn't she try to get, like, run over to uh, Shiro or something to try to get him to form the pack? Because like, she can't do it because she's already done, uh, has the pack with Saber, but she could at least try. But she's just like, nope, I guess we'll just have a, uh, like, a moment and then Lancer dies. For real. I assume. <laughs> um, meanwhile... We've got in a bunch of fight stuff with uh, Shiro and Archer, who in the most round... So, Archer in the problem... One of the most roundabout ways possible finally says, oh yeah, I'm totally... Sh I'm just Shiro from, like, an alternate future. And I'm just thinking, you, you said that all in the most roundabout way, and in the end didn't even say it explicitly. <laughs> he like says this is who I um, am the heroic spirit Emia and I'm thinking you, you could just say I'm you from a fu the future or an alternate future I don't know someone could have said something to make it more um, clear this was the thing that I was spoiled on um, kind of early on so uh -huh. I understood that but they definitely kind of took their time getting to that explanation yeah. anyway so to try to cut this um, short Archer, uh, ex reason for wanting to kill Shiro is because when he was Shiro in some, I don't know if it's supposed to be this future or a possible future or a different universe or whatever, uh, he went for on but ended up really hating uh, like and getting disillusioned um, with uh, life as time went on when he was a heroic spirit or a, uh, I can't remember what the other term was, like fate guardian or something. I, mean, I don't know. Um, and so then he figures, well, if I kill Shiro, that might make it so that will never happen and I won't have to go through all of that. Um, and then there's a bunch of talking. There's a lot of philosophical talking, but there is some fighting within um, during all of it. And um, let's see. And 
then uh, Shiro does manage to, uh, yeah, he managed to heal himself because he's able to heal stuff fast, I think. And then he, like, says, yes, well, I will beat you. And, um, yeah, so I guess they're still fighting. That's it? Uh, that's, uh, unless I missed something. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> I really enjoyed these episodes this week. I was really pumped up about them. And, um, I, I, as, as weird as it was, that scene of Lancer going and killing Kirei was pretty cool. And, um, I could have done a little without Archer's lectures, you know, like those took up a lot of the episode, the first episode, and it was like, there's Archer pretty much telling Shiro why he's such a bad guy. But obviously, like, everything he says, the audience is, like, supposed to disagree with. So it feels like a waste of time for me. But um, that second episode was outstanding. So I, I can't argue with that at all. Well, that's a little interesting because I actually wasn't on that high on these episodes on the whole. Uh, there were some bits I kind of liked, but so here's, I, I guess I'll just go through the issues I've um, got. Uh, one is, so during all this stuff, Reen's like just tied up. She doesn't get to really do anything at all. Like she basically just gets saved uh, by Lancer a few times and uh, that's it. So, and the only reason she's in, still in danger and needs that is because for some reason Saber just didn't go with Lancer. She's just standing there with Shiro not doing anything at all. So it doesn't make any sense for that Saber's not just going, well, you know, uh, Shiro, if you don't want help, I guess you've got this, so I might as well go someplace where I can do something. Yeah. Um, also, it's weird... It's weird how quickly Kirei goes down because he, after he got so much focus in Fate Zero, uh, we we like bear he just like we ha like what did he do in Unlimited Blade Works? He shows up to give some exposition, then he um, shows up here to make a reveal that only really means anything if you've seen Fate Zero, and then he uh, and then he gets killed pretty anticlimactically. So well, maybe maybe he was never supposed to be all that important. Well, and he was just important in Fate Zero. Well, I was about to get uh, to that. I think what happened now. To be fair, I think because this is based on one route of a game that had three routes, it's very possible that he got more focus in the other routes. Maybe he had a bigger role in the original anime, or maybe he gets more attention in the Heavens Feel. Uh, movies like for example Ryder got like killed off per without any real fuss whatsoever in this series but I know she's act but it's my understanding she's pretty important in the third and in heaven's feel so well so maybe it's like that I'm just saying it unfortunately if you watch go from uh, zero to this then it's just going to feel disappointing that you got all that backstory on Kirei and then nope he just dies and the 
big reveal of Killing Rain's father is kind of almost an afterthought. Um, there's also a bit too much of uh, like the philosophical dialogue um, stuff. And like I said, it just takes so long for them to just say, yes, yes, Lan um, Archer is a future Shiro. Got it? We didn't, we, we could have said that a little faster. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's some other, there's another weird thing where uh, I can't, where it's like saying, oh, well, uh, Shiro's father, he set it up somehow so that Shiro would be able to summon Saber as a protection thing or something like that it was and it, i was just thinking okay am i supposed to understand what they're talking about here because i'm confused and that brings me to a bunch of this episode felt so much like remember it, what i mentioned about the fourth evangelion a rebuild of evangelion movie where characters just mention stuff as if we're supposed to know it and there's not any further explanation you know like like Gendo is able to uh, survive being shot because he has the key of Nebuchadnezzar. What's that? I don't know. They don't explain yeah. it. Uh, I guess we're just supposed to accept it. Or when Mari like gets um, that guy tells her, "Ah, you were Mary Iscariot, weren't you?" And she says, "Huh, that's a name I haven't heard in a while." And we have no explanation for what any of that was. And some <laughs> stuff in this episode <laughs> felt like that. <laughs> uh. I'll be fair and say maybe we'll get more explanations later on, but that was the issue. It's some a bunch of this episode just felt like that, where we just get those things dropped on us as if we're supposed to understand. And it's a little better if you've seen Phase Zero, but if you haven't seen, uh, I can't even imagine how much less sense this would make if you haven't seen Phase Zero or the original Fate Stay Night anime. Yeah, maybe that that's the reason why I like these episodes so much is because I I've, I've seen all of that. So, uh yeah. Yeah, I, did, did Kirei uh, end up like ha being more important in the original anime? I like, can't quite remember. Okay. So, yeah, that was all of that. The the last observation I think I had about this is the fact that the second episode is called Unlimited Blade Works with a period at the end. Later on, there's an episode of this series called Unlimited Blade Works. It just doesn't have the period at the end. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's some good stuff, but some stuff I didn't really care for. It's still good, but I honestly kind of feel like these are, at least to me, among the weaker episodes of the series. See, yeah. I, really, I really like them. So. Yeah. Okay. Oh, one thing I wanted to finally mention uh, that I noted. Uh, when Because I got spoiled on the whole... Archer is Shiro thing. I wanted to. I made a note of something in the fourth episode where it was established that Shiro was really good at archery, and I thought, oh, that must have been like that must have been put there as sort of foreshadowing, I guess. <laughs> I made that note after the fourth episode just so I could remember to bring it up when that reveal happened. Uh -huh. Okay, so that was uh, Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. Uh, Alright, I guess that's our discussion of the shows we watched. Yeah. Um, I guess we can go into the usual top three uh, stuff. 
Yeah, so, go ahead. Okay. So um, for me, I'm just suddenly wondering, I know my top two, but what do I put? Uh-oh. Um, I think I got disconnected. Hang on one sec. Did you um get disconnected? Or... Yeah, we did somehow. Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, um, right. I was about to give the the three. So for me, um, for third place, I think I'll give it to Bobo. -Bo. Then for no, uh, wait. I, I was going to say something. No, no, sorry. I'm third place is Made in Abyss. I, for some reason, that was slipping my mind. Th second, um, place is. Well, it uh, it happened. Uh, Fate Stay Night didn't get first place. It got second. Uh -huh. um, Assassination Classroom uh, took it this week for me. Okay, so my first place is Fate Stay Night. I'm only going with one episode of it, though. And that would be the second episode. Uh, second place will be Assassination Classroom. Third place, even though I complained about it, Ascendance of the Bookworm was, with the whole Darth Vader scene, was kind of amusing. So that that is my pick for third place. And probably the last time it will be on our list, but who knows? We may go back to it in the future. Yeah, I... I might watch on my own one or like one or two more episodes of the next season just to see if I if I feel it changes my opinions on stuff because I do know I remembered um watching a bit more of like season two of eighty six and I was like oh yeah this is I'm liking this a lot more than the first um oh speaking of which that finally aired its final two um episodes after a lengthy hiatus uh they're pretty good it's a surprisingly strong um ending um to the season. Um, uh, I'd say they, I think that if you were to watch the second half of the first season, you would definitely enjoy it more than the first half. I mean, I've ironically seen a bunch of people say they liked it less, but, um, I, I thought it was a big improvement and based on what you didn't like about the first, I think you definitely like it more. I just don't know if it's, if it will be, if I know you'll like it more, I don't know if you'll end up liking it though. Uh-huh. But I guess I'll just say um, that I would definitely say I think you would have enjoyed it more. And I will say I wish it we had gotten to that stuff better. Because if I were to say the first half, I would give that maybe um, a 6 or a 7. I give the second half a 9. So, uh, yeah. So that's just my thoughts on that stuff. Okay. Yeah, I think I gave 86 like a... Two or three, I can't remember. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very harsh with my uh, judgments of shows. Yeah, there were so. a bunch of problems in that first um part of it. I did like, definitely like it more than you, but uh, yeah. So like I said, um, if you ever feel like watching it, it, you might like it more. Well, no, I would almost be sure you'd like it more. I just don't know if you'd end up liking it it might still not be the kind of show you like you like i just do want to did want to just mention that because it did finally um come out and it did have an actually pretty strong 
ending. Much better than the part, much better than what they left off in the first part, where it's like, oh, everyone died. Next episode. Oh, no, no, wait. They're actually totally fine. <laughs> uh, all right. And, um, yeah, one more thing to mention. Uh, so, like, the next season of, the new season of anime stuff is st starting, so I'll probably do what I thought of doing before, what I did last time, and try to at least watch a little of each new show. Um, uh, might make a little bracket for it, well, who knows. <laughs> I, I, I mentioned this, uh, uh, mostly because I just wanted to, uh, mention that, I might as well give my final thoughts on the previous season. There were four shows that I ended up watching to the end. So obviously those were the ones I liked the most. If I were going to, I'll just rank them from what I thought were the best to, um, to not as good, but still good enough to keep me going. I thought Sase, Sabi Kui Bisco was the best. Miss Kurotsu from the monster development department was in second. Then, uh, Life with an ordinary guy who reincarnated into a total fantasy knockout. What a what a title. Got third, and in the land of Leadale got fourth. So that was my final conclusions on those um series. So yeah. That's uh just those um ones. And uh Yep, any uh I, I babbled a bunch. Did you have any babbling to do before we go off? Uh Survivor, good episode again. <laughs> That's pretty much all I got. All right. So this has been Toonami Therapy. Uh, we will see you next time, and we'll try to do better. Bye.